In today's episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, we're actually going to be looking at mastering time management. Time management is something that I think we all struggle with. I know that um, it's something that me, as someone with ADHD, definitely struggle with for a, for a long time. And I've actually helped um, myself by building out certain frameworks and certain rules I follow that really help with my own time management. And so in this episode, I want to unpack them for you, share what I do, what's helped me. I've actually shared this also with other brokers and, and with mortgage advisors, and they've applied this to their business and they've seen big results with it. And so I think it's about time to unpack it for you and get you to understand it. So let's have a look at those in more detail. So the first thing is break up your day. So this is something I massively focus on is um, to help me with my productivity, with implementing stuff is breaking up my day into, I actually have three chunks of my day. I've spoke about this in depth, I'm sure in the podcast before, because a lot of this stuff is repeated, but it's good for you to understand. So I break up my day into the first part of the day, which is when I wake up, and that is a personal. That's a personal part of the day. So that's focusing on my my health, on my family, on on uh, my education, all of that stuff. So the first part of the day is very much working on myself, and that then transitions into on the business. So the first half of it is on me. The second half of it is on the business. Now, none of that stuff is left to chance. We're going to talk about that a little bit more as we go through, but none of that stuff is just kind of like, what do I feel like doing? It's literally time blocked out, completely time blocked out. I know that I wake up at six. I do this thing at 6.30, do this thing at 7.30, this thing at 8.30, like it's completely time blocked. But I break my day up into those chunks. I have personal, I have business, and then I have relax. Okay. So personal, business, and unwind. Personal is all about working on myself and also working on the business content, stuff like this is all shot and done during personal time. Then I have um, my work time, so business, which is when I'm working in the business because I am a personal brand business, meaning I run my business. I am also the guy that manages it. I also do the work, which is really like many mortgage brokers. That's yourself. You're going to be what you're a business owner and you're also the broker. So you do need to work with clients and see them. And so I, I, that time starts at 11 o'clock for me till six o'clock. I am working with clients and I work with them um, closely. And that's that time. And that's when I, I see them. That's when I send messages from them, emails from them, all that stuff. And then after six o'clock, I do my personal, it's my relaxing time. It's when I go, go in, I unwind, I have dinner, I spend time with my, my family and we just unwind ready for the next day. This time management, I cannot tell you, has, has helped so much because what it does is it allows me to be super focused and present in the moments and in those, in those in the, in the sections of those days. So when I'm in the personal moment where I'm, it's all about growth and development, then that's my entire focus. And I'm not thinking about clients and what they're up to. I'm not thinking about what, what I'm going to watch on TV tonight. I'm literally just thinking about that. And so I give it all my attention. I then move into work and then I move into the, the other one. And that really, really helps, especially keep yourself on track because otherwise you could be juggling things. So if I get something that's a personal message, I'll, I'll answer that after six. If I get a business message, I'll answer that between 11 and six. If I get something that is, you know, from a friend that's, well, I don't answer any messages in before 11 on the morning. So this break in breaking it down to, into chunks is definitely something that has helped me so much and has helped as many advisors who I've worked with who apply the same method. The next thing to talk about is I have a default diary. Default diaries are just so important. My default diary is literally what it looks like all the time. In other words, a default setting. My default setting has um, buffer time in them to make sure that I have allowed time if things overrun or if there's things that need to be done. 
I have this default diary and I stick to it. I don't, I don't deviate. If you are an advisor and you are literally working off of a, let's say like a calendar link or something like that, and people are just booking into your diary at any time because you have any time between the day to work, you have no time management. You, the, you're, you're allowing other people's busy schedules to fit around you. And instead you need to, sorry, you're allowing other people's busy schedules to dictate what you're doing, not fit around you. But you are instead what you want to do is is people should be working around your schedule because if you're the expert you're the person that's how you want to make it it's going to make your life so much easier and i think so default diary it's a little bit difficult but at the beginning the first thing i do with default diary is i plan okay what are the things i need to do every day what are the non-negotiables plan your diary out it can take about an hour or so but i plan my diary out and go okay what am i doing here what am i doing then these are and i put in everything by the way all the stuff i said to you my personal and my relaxing my default diary is built out that way. And then you leave the spaces for clients to be able to book in using a booking link like Calendly, like 360 Pro, like like um, like Team, like, like Google Meet or whatever it is, the, the one that Google has. Um, so you can, you know, you use it. To, so you want to build that diary out, but you definitely want a default diary. If you're not, if you're a mortgage broker now and not working from a default diary, truthfully, like, you, there's just no excuse for that. You need to get that sorted right now. You need to get that sorted. Like that's the first thing I would sort today if you're in that phase. The next thing we have is create workflows. So I'm a massive fan of workflows. Workflows are things that I effectively allow me to think about them once, like a framework, standard operating procedures, whatever you want to call them. But the way that I look at workflows is there's something that I am able to do once put it into a, a list of stuff, like a checklist, and then I can just do it rinse and repeat. It's like bang, bang, bang every time. That It's a format that you can follow every single time. And by the way, everything you do can follow a workflow format. Everything. Like nearly every, like not nearly, not nearly everything, pretty much everything. My workouts have a workflow. My stretching routine has a workflow. My recording routine has a workflow. My content routine has a workflow. My client's process has a workflow. My follow-up has a workflow. My my cooking my dinner has a workflow. Like everything, I use um, OneNote and I document all my workflows in there and my frameworks. And if you go in there, like it literally is like, do this, then this, then this. And it's a recipe. If you think about if you're going to go on a cooking recipe, what you do, you follow the recipe and you should have a recipe for everything you do. Why should you do that? Well, because when you follow the recipe, the workflow, it becomes super efficient. It's the it's the, the reason why you're able to make a lot of content or to see a lot of clients or to get a lot more money in a lot more in a lot shorter time is because you are utilizing workflows. And that and that's that is I would say probably one of the best things I realized as with ADHD is I realized that if I was requiring my brain to have to be on and excited and ready to work and then have to use that time to go, okay, what do I want to do today? How does that work? All of that stuff, it, 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 it was going to fail because there's days where I wake up and I'm like, no, there's days where I've overtrained. There's days where I've got a toddler and, and, a, and a you know pregnant wife right now. So it's like, it's very much like, those times where are we, you know, like it's, 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 well, yeah, it's very, you know, like think life happens and it happens to all of us. And because of that, I, uh, you want to be able to make sure that you've, um, that, that you can still act and work and get the results without you being on number 100% best form. And so workflows are a game changer and I do them with everything. If it is a possible to write a workflow down, I write it down, build it for yourself, have your client workflow, have your content workflow, 
template up anywhere you can. If you can template things up, life is going to be a lot easier. Everything is templated in what I do. These videos right now, like I have these programmed in with shots I know I'm going to use. You can see me pressing the buttons. All of this stuff is templated, ready for when I record it. And Or, or if you're listening to it, you have to come and watch the video. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's all about those things. You can save a lot of time, hours and hours and hours a week if you if you set up good workflows and stick to them. And this leads me on to my last point, which is something that I've been really working on a lot at the moment, which is called it, which I call close the loops. Now, closing the loops is something that I have worked a lot on at the, uh, and I think it's something that many advisors could could definitely benefit from. Which is when I start something, I'm starting. I learned this from a storytelling technique, but it's when I start something, I'm opening a loop. I'm I'm starting a loop. I'm opening kind of a, a full complete circle. When you start it, you're starting the type that it to, to, to continue through. And when it's finished, that's when it's closed. Closing the loop has been something that I tell myself every day. And I tell myself on this stuff with everything I do is I don't start something unless I can close the loop in the same time frame. That's been something I've been working on. So much so, silly little things like even like cooking food. I don't cook food unless I can prepare the food, cook the food, clean the clean the 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 the, the, the stuff I use and put it away all in that time and eat the food all in that time frame. If otherwise, previously, I would have just cooked my, you know, had, had my stir fry, chucked the pan in the, in the, in the, um, in the, the, the wash, the, like in, in the, the, uh, in the sink and then come back to it later to soak, you know? And this is where it came to me in this scenario was like that. I was like, wait a minute, if I can close the loop on that, I can clean it up, make sure that I've left everything exactly how I, how I saw it, then I'm going to be much more efficient because I won't have to wash up a whole load of stuff. I'll just be able to just literally quickly, you know, just make it clear. It's like two seconds to wash up a pan and a couple of things you've used that time, which then made me think about it in business and in, in marketing and in for mortgage brokers. And that's the way my brain works. I started getting excited about, oh my gosh, we can apply this to other things. Closing the loop is is what I do with my videos now. I do it with my clients. It's when, when like, think about when I start something, you want to make sure you you can finish it and you leave it done. When that's done, that's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to make you a lot more productive because when you open that loop with that client, you'll be able to actually finish the work, which means you'll start to do what you say you're going to do. For example, I now, if someone messaged me on WhatsApp or they messaged me on, on anything, I won't respond to that message until I have enough time to close the loop because otherwise it's not going to be sufficient and you'll leave things open-ended and half discussions. So this closing the loop thing, it has been, I cannot tell you, it's probably been in the last probably 90 days, my, one of my favorite things that I've been focusing on a lot. And it's as someone with this, like the ADHD and dyslexia, like it's really helped, but it's also helped on a productivity level that I think if you're a mortgage broker and you're worried about how you're going to, you know, like, how do you get more time back? This closing the loop saves you tons of time, tons of time. It feels like you're choosing the hard thing in the moment. It's a little bit like closing the loop would be putting the notes on the CRM system. So like you've had the conversation with the client, have you sent them the email afterwards and have you put the notes on the CRM? And if you've done that, then that is closing the loop because that's now done. So which means when you come to it next time and you, you have another interaction with them, you're starting off in a really good spot because you don't have to worry about, oh, what did I say to them? Have I got notes? Can I find any bit of scribbles and paper and stuff? Closing the loop has been a game changer. So I would highly, highly recommend that you um, 
you check that one out because it's 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 been really like and you do that because it's 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 been a really big big one for me so that is today's episode of the mortgage marketing podcast if you've enjoyed it be sure to subscribe and if you haven't already be sure to check out the mortgage marketing blueprint link is in the show notes completely free and it is as we say a step by step for it's four steps that was five steps really on helping mortgage brokers understand how to build a brand on social media and um it's had some amazing results so check it out link is in the show notes I'll see you next time, all right?